Welcome to the What's Awesome Podcast for all your anime needs. We do lists, guides, reviews, and anime-related topics. From time to time, we'll even bring on a guest or two. Kick up your feet and relax. And here's your host, Batman Live 2002. I know I've taken the break, but I'm back and sexier than ever. Oh, is that right? Darn skipping. Thank you for listening to the Was Awesome Podcast. Let's have some fun. Yo, this is Batman Live 2002, and today I'm joined by... Crony. Yes, my sweet little sister. And yes, I know people, I've been gone for quite a bit. And uh, you know what? I just need a little break, but I'm back. I'm back. I'm better than ever. And today, in today's episode, if you've uh, been an avid listener of my podcast, you know that uh, Crony here has come on multiple times, and she has her show she watches on Netflix, and I have my shows, my anime, of course, and we're always trying to do this thing where we describe a show, and we either compare it to an actual show in her case, or an anime in my case, but today, I'm going to convince my little sister crony, Chrome Dome, Chrome Master, Chrome on the car. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't do that in the beginning. Anyway, I'm going to convince my little sister to watch an anime, a tragic anime full of angst, love, very weird love, actually, action, adventure, and all that is a show called. Mobile Suit Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans. Have you ever heard of such a thing? I've heard of Gundam. Yeah, and, and what, what, what do you know about Gundam? Nothing. Yeah, Absolutely nothing. So, so you, you don't know anything about robots or like nothing comes to mind when you think of Gundam? There's something that comes to mind, but I don't know if it's... The right thing. Uh, I, it seems kind of futuristic. Though some some people in in suits, like astronaut, not astronaut suits, but kind of like a, I don't know, like a Power Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> wow! So they look kind of like Power Rangers and stuff, and then they they operate these um, transformer looking. Machines. Okay, that's enough. All right. I don't, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Well, first of all, I I know what you're talking about, and second, you're a fool for describing these people as dressed as Power Rangers. Are. These are suits that they wear that are pressurized in space, so if their Gundam gets busted open, 
They don't just instantly just die. Oh, so was I on the right track? Yes, and trans whatever. And there's like multiple of them, and then like the isn't there a woman who's in charge of things? I mean, it, there's like a thousand Gundam series, so and there's a there's a thousand mecha anime, so I mean, it, it are there any? So you're speaking of a specific show, right? Yes. So I mean, do you have anything more than a woman in charge and Power Rangers and Transformers and crap? No. <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. So this is what we're gonna do. In the first segment of this podcast, I'm going to convince you to watch Iron Blood Orphans. And you will want to watch it by the time I'm done. I just finished it today, and it's very tragic and very good. And then you will convince me to watch one of your silly little shows from Netflix. How's that sound? Um, I don't appreciate you calling my show silly. Well, is it even on Netflix, I assume? Hulu? Oh, uh, it's on Netflix. Oh, good, good. All right, so just just sit back and imagine for me. We're in the world. We're actually not even on Earth. We're on Mars. And in Mars, there is a group of children, and they're basically called human debris. They're treated like trash. And basically, they're in the military. Well, no, they're not in the military. They're they're part of this organization, and they're they're kind of like part of an armed military militaristic faction, whatever. Uh, so basically, these human debris child soldiers are sent to the front lines to, to have their lives just thrown away because they're human debris. And all the adults are like, all right, get out there. And then the kids are like, okay, master. And they go out and get killed. All right, so we're introduced to this cast of characters. And the leader's name is Orga Iska, or I think that's his last name. Anyway, make a long story short, Orga and his group of children, child soldiers, take over the base of the, and they kill most of the adults who have been abusing them. And so they take over, when they take over that base, they restart that organization is basically a business, and they restart it as their own business. And they call it Tekadon. So basically, Tekadon, they need to, they're a bunch of trash, right? Like they're a bunch of kids. Nobody knows them. And they're like, all right, we're done being told what to do. So, and they have control of mobile suits, not Transformers, Gundams, mobile suits, the giant suits of armor, okay? They have like one of the most powerful in creation amongst other lesser mobile suits. So they start to make a name for themselves and there's a lot of details that are unnecessary. Basically, throughout this whole story, we're introduced to a cast of characters who we come to love and cherish. And before I go any further, uh, have you seen Game of Thrones? No. Have you heard anything about Game of Thrones? A little bit. And what what is the one thing that everyone... Well, what what have you heard about Game of Thrones? I've heard about Dumbledore. What? <laughs> I said Game of Thrones, not Harry Potter. <laughs> Wait, were you just joking right now? No. Wow. I thought there was someone who died because he was like intellectually challenged. What? 
dumb one? Uh, okay, all I right. That I thought that there was someone that uh, your wife says she cried when he died when yeah. you were watching Game of Thrones. Yeah, why did the gun Dumbledore come with? That's Harry Potter. But That's I, not thought even... his, I thought his name started with a D. Okay, but that... <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. All right. So, <laughs> the one thing that everyone says about Game of Thrones is how anyone at any time can die. At any point. The main character, the whole, like, the main, like, imagine Forrest Gump dying in the middle of the movie. And then, like, Bubba takes over as the protagonist. That's what happens in Game of Thrones. And so, Iron Blood Orphans is kind of like that, where anyone could die at any point, and it's really tragic. So you have all these characters, and they're going around. They're trying to build up the name of Tekadon, and they travel from Earth, I mean, Mars to Earth. And they become a well-known military, uh, like a, almost like a mercenary group. And because they're kids, and even though they, they make a name for themselves and they do all these crazy things to, to you know, they grow into this huge organization, they're still led by a teenager. So he keeps getting taken advantage of over and over, and he keeps getting his friends killed. It's really sad because the whole point of them breaking away was just so they wouldn't get killed anymore. But the tragic part is, since they're all a bunch of kids, all the adults and the military, all the all the different organizations around them keep taking advantage of them and in the bit of you know, and them trying to just have a peaceful life, they they keep making really bad decisions that keep getting them killed, more and more of these kids killed, which is very tragic. And um uh it's I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was very tragic. But anyway, I feel that you would enjoy this because the show, it it has drama. It has action. It has a very weird romantic three-way relationship between two children and a teenager. That was very weird. One of them gets pregnant. Anyway, the whole point is that Iron Blooded Orphans is one of the most tragic Gundam series out there. Even though if you watch Gundam Zeta, you probably fight me on that. But anyway, uh it does I, I feel like I could have done a better job describing it to you, but what 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 what, what, what do you think? I think that this whole thing is um confusing. I don't see anything tragic about it. You don't see anything tragic about building up a character for 30 or 40 episodes and then killing them off tragically while sad music plays in the background. Okay, maybe that part. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't mention that. Or that when the main character uses the Gundam or the Transformers, as you like to call it, gets into it and he goes berserk mode, the Gundam takes like basically a piece of his body. Not like it takes it, but like he loses... Uh, more of his body. So basically, the more he uses the Gundam to protect his friends and stuff and to further the goals of their organization, the more of his body he loses. So like, first he goes berserk, he loses his right arm. That ain't so bad. But then he goes berserk again, he loses his whole left side. And the last time he goes berserk, something very tragic happens. So basically, the more he uses this to help his friends, 
the more it takes from that. That doesn't sound tragic. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very for for some really odd reason. The only image I am getting in my mind is Rugrats in Paris. What? (laughs) Rugrats in Paris? Because, Because the children break away from their parents. And then they they uh, get a hold of the reptar. Uh, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> and then they're controlling reptar. And it was tragic to see Chucky's dad about to marry that French woman that he didn't even know that hated children. But you you know, uh, we're not comparing this. <laughs> we're, I'm trying to see if you're convinced. What is this crap about Rugrats in Paris? Even though I did like that movie, I don't know. That's just that's just the image that I'm getting in my mind. So maybe I'm not convinced to watch your your show, and I'm just more convinced to go watch Rugrats in Paris. Wow! So I actually did a worse job. So I I did such a bad job describing Mobile Suit Iron Blood Orphans that you want to go and watch Rugrats in Paris? Absolutely. Wow. I don't even know what to say. Well, you should be ashamed of yourself. I should be ashamed. You should be ashamed <laughs> by saying Dumbledore's in Game of Thrones. That is the most. Well, well, okay. What is the person's name? The guy he's supposed to be like intellectually challenged, and he does something with a door, and then he dies. His name is Holdor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got the door part right. No, just. And it's not, oh my gosh. Okay. We're taking a quick commercial break. Man. And you're going to describe your show to see if I'm convinced to watch it. Man, if I'm even here, I might just leave. This is, wow. Goodbye. And we're back. Okay. After uh, having to rethink some life decisions about. You, in general, being in my life, my little sister at all. Now, you go ahead. So, obviously, I, I fail spectacularly at convincing you to watch Iron-Blooded Orphans. So, you go ahead and try to convince me to watch one of your shows. And we'll see if, um, you know, if perhaps I'll be interested. All right. Well, you know, this particular show that I have in mind is um, something I didn't think I would watch because I usually don't care about this topic. But it ended up being quite interesting to watch. More so because I need something to watch that I can laugh at. And I feel like this job is good on some some levels, but then terrible on so many that it just draws me to watch it more and more uh, as the episodes went on. <clears throat> so this particular show is called Black Lightning. Uh, right. Is Black Lightning about a black guy who wears a suit with a lightning bolt on his chest? Uh, I don't know about the lightning bolt, but yes, he, he is lightning. I see. Well, I got the black part right. Go ahead. So he is a black superhero in his town of, uh, I don't know. I think it's called Freeville or something. <laughs> so stupid. But they call him like the black Jesus of his town. Wow. And like he himself looks like 40 years old, but 
he's telling people that he was their teacher, but the students look older than him. It's, it's just a really weird concept. And so he was, um, he's Black Lightning. He is basically the superhero of the town. And, you know, he goes through that whole thing like, oh, he's a vigilante. Oh, he's uh, saving the saving the world and all that crap. It's it's um it's it's like the the bad car crash that you can't look away from. It's it's like it has its moments that is really good. But then at certain parts, it gets so terrible that you just have to keep watching so that you can have ammunition when people talk about it, so you can just tear it down. So, aren't you trying to convince me to watch it? I am trying to yeah, convince you to watch very, it. You're doing a very good job. Because I want you to see what I see, and I want you to have this full experience. Because sometimes you don't need to watch a show to become enlightened or to be hooked on it. Like, I am very much so involved in a show called Grey's Anatomy because I am following the lives of these people. I am not watching Black Lightning to follow his life. I am watching <laughs> Black Lightning to wait for the next terrible mistake <laughs> that he makes that makes no sense. Okay, wait, wait. Okay, describe a terrible mistake this man has made. Um, you know, like, okay, for instance, first, the first thing that I don't understand is how, and this is goes across the board for all superheroes out there that only wear glasses or half a mask how does nobody know who you are <laughs> his own children didn't even know okay. that he was black lightning okay, what, and all he does is he uses his lightning powers to somehow shift his vocal cords to sound like a totally different person and he puts on some glasses that's so uh, wait wait so how big are the glasses are they like stunner shades no or, are they like angry? they're like they are like baseball player glasses. <laughs> he, does, he doesn't like cover like his mouth. Well, no. Also, okay. No. The, the same defense, beard. In, in same his, everything. In his defense, most superheroes don't cover the mouth. So. Well, I don't care. It's just, just it, that part is r ridiculous to me. And then, and you know, you can also um, ask our brother. Well, the, what is his name on this thing? Oh, uh, the Korkage. The Korkage. You can ask him about this as well. How does a man named Black Lightning, a big black man, <laughs> stand on top of a building in a glowing lightning suit and no <laughs> one see him? Wait, okay. How black is Black Lightning? Because uh, that, that might play a role in no one seeing him. You are very racist. <laughs> That's very racist. Hey, you know what? I can say it because I'm black. Continue. Anyway, he's not that black, but the fact is he's he's very tall. He's like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, okay, he's a very tall black man. In, yes, at and he's night? standing on top of buildings, and nobody sees this man. Okay, so like, is his suit like... And it's hey, glowing. Like, oh, okay. And then there's one part where he's flying, and he's you can see... The the you can see the man flying in a gold in a glowing suit. How does nobody see this? How does no one see this? That that's called plot. And then and then he's like he's trying to take down the drug ping kings the kingpins. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Uh, and there's this guy. His name is Tobias. This albino man who is 
par- uh, wait, wait, is he like a white guy? No, he's albino. No, oh, never mind. You just said that. Continue. <laughs> wow. So, so much you pay attention. He's this albino man that uh, apparently drank some kind of anecdote where he will never age. And I mean, he killed Black Lightning's father. And Wait, he was trying to kill minute. Black Lightning. It's just, it's just a terrible. I'm show. sorry. I, I, I have to say this. Being albino, this might sound extremely uh, ignorant. I guess. I okay. I was not aware, and you're making it sound like this that being albino is its own race. No, as I never said that. Okay, then I just asked if he was a white guy. You said no, he's albino, like it's his own race. Well, you could be a black albino or a white albino or 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 Jamaican. I don't know, a Mexican albino, right? I've never seen such. Yeah, I know, but that you make okay. You're just confused. I've me. only seen. Okay, so this is a black albino. Yes. You make it sound. You said. Well, I don't. You asked if he was white, and I said no. I so asked he's if he's white. white. I just... All right, we had to make a quick cut because it was getting too racist in here. No, actually, the mic actually uh, disconnected on its own. I feel like the mic was like, you guys are getting extremely racist. <laughs> anyway, be, please be careful with the cord. Continue. Well, anyway, Tobias is um, the albino man who is trying to kill uh, Black Lightning. That is his life's dream and goal. And, you know, it's just it's just a very uh, weird show. And then we're going to go uh, to... The man who supplies Black Lightning's suit, who's basically Black Lightning's sidekick. The reason for me that it's so weird is he's from Sex and the City, and I just feel like <laughs> they should never. You, you can't just you can't just say it's stupid because he's from all different shows. Yes, gotta... I I can because it's just it's awkward. I've never seen this man in anything other than Sex and the City and a couple of shows where he was a cop. So I just feel like it's weird. I feel like it's very weird. And then now he's Black Lightning sidekick. And not only is he Black Lightning sidekick, he he uh he makes the suits. He disguises himself as a as a custom tailor and he lives underneath his his store. And it's just it's just it's you know, it's it's interesting, but it's still just in my opinion so terrible that it's it just shouldn't it could. It has its its ability to be a, a well run show, but I just feel like it's weird. And then we're not even getting into the powers of his children that are just very very annoying. I see. Like his his daughter, uh, figures out that she has super strength, but her super strength is only dependent upon the way that she exhales. So every single time she wants to fight. Or to break a wall, she says. <gasps> <laughs> so you telling me you, you literally hear that every single time? Wait, okay, okay, I got a question. So if she's running the marathon. She's like going beast mode because she's just huffing and puffing. But Man, but might... but if she's studying for a test, she's like the weakest at her weakest point because she's not breathing hard. Uh, the harder she breathes, the more intense her strength. That is really stupid. It, yes. 
So I, but see, there's no way for you to really get what I'm saying unless you go and watch this show. Wow, you did a like, extremely good job because, like, like you telling me how bad it is, but it's I have to watch it like that. That is so stupid. She has to breathe in to to get strong. That's so stupid. Wow. And every single time, all you hear is <gasps> like she's about to have a heart attack or something. Wow. That is so stupid. And then their mom's like a neuroscientist or some oh, crap like that. And then the the other sister is, is the she also has lightning. She has enough lightning in her body to save her dad's life. But it's just that part is just really cheesy and just. just... I have a question. So is Black Lightning like genetically? Uh, does he have the ability to? Is he like Storm? Like he's a mutant, where it's a genetic thing, or did he? He's like Peter Parker, where he got bit by some radioactive, uh, freaking cockroach or something, and now he has lightning powers. No, so here's the thing that is actually very interesting because you know everybody wants to make everything uh, that is on the show very politically charged and whatnot. Mm. So, but pun intended, charged. Anyway, anyway, uh, so basically what happened was while Black Lightning was a child, there was a group of people who wanted to do this experiment in the town of, I think it's called Fremont or whatever. Uh, Wait, uh, why does everything have to be about free, free in it? I don't know. Like, are they trying to say, oh, he's he's Black Lightning, he's the freest black man? <laughs> I'm sorry, continue. It's just how... They want to market us, I guess. But um, anyway, so um, the all these children are exposed to this drug. So kind of like reminds you of how drugs were implanted in the hood. That's exactly what was what is done in this city. Which also, let me be clear, the sidekick was a part of, mm. which is just beyond my mind. Stupid. But anyway. Uh, they, so Black Lightning gets a hold of this, you know, whatever experiment. And then he ends up with super, these superpowers or whatever. There are other kids who ended up with superpowers, but then what they did was they would go and abduct these, these kids and then store them in these vases or whatever. And, uh, uh, that's how, uh, Tobias, the albino man, he, figured out how to get some kind of, you know, anecdotes so that he never ages. Uh, Black Lightning uh, has his powers, and then it gets trickled down to his children. His grandfather was a reporter trying to report what was going on in the, in the city, but people found out and killed him. His dad got killed. It was just, it was, it's, uh, that is the only thing that's interesting because it, it does follow a lot of the politically stuff, you know, politically charged stuff where it's like, oh, they're putting drugs in the hood. And, but the black people, which is another thing you got to just pay attention to. There's a black man who's like king of all the drugs and he's trying to get all the kids and everybody to sell drugs. And they're selling this thing called green light. That's just killing kids or it makes kids super powerful to where, uh, black lightning who just happens to be the principal of the school. What has to like, light up some kids to, to slow what in the down. world kind of drugs you tell me they have super drugs yes yeah, so wow they have super strength it's called green light wow that is the most dangerous drug on the planet so i have a question 
If Black Lightning has lightning powers, does he also have super strength? No. So how does his daughter have super strength have no if he's passing on lightning powers? I, I have no <laughs> where where does the breathing I, you know, super strength come from? I, does, 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 shouldn't there be a gene in his body that, that passes on to his daughter where it's like, okay, you breathe hard and you get stronger? Like Black Lightning, does he have anything like that? You know what it is? He does have a lot of strength, but super strength is not one of them. So I have no idea how one daughter ends up with super strength and then another daughter ends up with the lightning. I have no idea. Right. Well, you've done a fantastic job at convincing me to watch the show because now I really do have to watch it so I can trash the crap out of it. And we might even just do a podcast. We'll, we'll get away from the anime thing for a moment and, and, and do a podcast on this. We shall review it together. That is a promise. You know, Matthew, we definitely... But it's, it's Batman. Batman. Sorry, I do this every single time. Yes, you do. Uh, we we need to binge watch this show. And, you know, lucky for you, I think just last week, the new season became available on Netflix. Oh, did it? So well, we can binge watch. I think there's three seasons on Netflix right now. It's that terrible. All right. Well, if I watch this show, uh, since I did such a great job at convincing you to watch Iron Blood Orphans, you should watch that. Or whatever, but anyway, yeah, I would like. I feel like we're wrapping this thing up. Is that right? No, we got another two hours. Now I'm messing with you. Go, yes, we're wrapping it up. I would like to leave your listeners with just one thought, one thing that I, I just happened to think about about two days ago that really changed my life. Oh, change! Wow, this is all right. Let's go. And it no, it has nothing to do with anime, but. It's just, it's a very random thought, but I just want people to think about this. I was watching, because uh, Netflix has all the 007 movies on there right now. So I was watching Die Another Day. And then I watched The Living Daylights, which is my favorite 007 movie. You know, and, you know, it was, I just was been watching new shows. And then I realized that Batman is just James Bond in a suit. <laughs> what? Wow. He wow. has no superpowers. Wow. But he has all the gadgets. But all he did was put on a suit. You know the difference between James Bond and Batman? Wow. I don't even know what to say. Here's the, here's the two differences. One, James Bond is British. I don't even care. though he's mostly played by American actors near the uh, not mostly. There's been British actors. And two, James Bond kills people. Okay? He's an assassin. Okay? There's a fine line that Batman draws when it comes to murdering people unless you're Ben Affleck's Batman and then you don't give a crap. Well, then that's all I needed to make that connection. Wow. As long as one Batman doesn't care. <laughs> It it tarnishes the idea of all the rest of them. You know, what's funny about that is there's been a thousand James Bond and there's been a thousand Batman. So I guess I guess they could all live in various universes together. The various James Bonds with the various Batmans. Exactly. So they could be the same. Exactly. Wow. This is Batman Live 2002. I, I don't even know where that came from. Uh, I think I should thank you for coming on the show. You should. You should. Because I provide a level of insight that you cannot reach. 
I, I well, I never would have compared Batman to uh to James Bond. I certainly wouldn't have said that Dumbledore died in Game of Thrones. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, this is me. This is my comeback here after my my hiatus, and this is what you people have to listen to. Wow, this is Batman Live 2002, um, and joined by Crony. Yes. Well, people, go check out my website with awesome.com, W-A-S-A-S-U-M.com. I've been taking a hiatus from there as well, but that will soon end. <laughs> anyway. Uh, when when will you be back? I guess when we do the review on Black Lightning. Yeah, we need to pick a day where we're just gonna binge watch the show. That'll be a weekend, perhaps this weekend. We'll see. Anyway, people, go check out my website. Go follow me on uh, social media and such. And uh, do you have any final words about Dumbledore, Game of Thrones, Batman, or James Bond, or anything of that nature? Perhaps Black Lightning, Iron Blood, Orphans, anything. Actually, no, I do not. Wow. Well, people, then do me a favor. Stay with awesome, people. Stay with awesome. Goodbye. Wow. Follow us awesome on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Until next time, Janet.